Hi everyone, my name is Nathan Chung. Welcome to the first episode of the second season of the Neurosick Podcast. I started this podcast in late 2020 to provide a platform for neurodivergent people to share their stories and to become more visible. All too often, people such as myself who have neurodiverse conditions are invisible, even more so if we do not have a catchy title such as CISO, director, or appear in the news or mentioned in an article. That is why to kick off this new season of the Neurosick podcast, I decided to finally tell my story. I was born in Honolulu, Hawaii into a traditional Asian family. I graduated from the local college and started working in IT following a traditional IT career path. <clears throat> a path that eventually led me to work in cybersecurity. I spent 40 years of my life thinking I was normal and just, just like everyone else. Then in early 2017, I had my first mental breakdown and was traumatized by a high stress job. It took me on a journey to rediscover myself and to help others. Neurodiversity refers to variations in the human brain that affect learning, attention, and sociability. Conditions typically include ADHD, autism, dyslexia, dyspraxia, turret syndrome, and more. Being neurodivergent, not knowing it, and having a mental breakdown felt like driving a car on the road to work as part of your daily commute, and then getting into a car accident and injured. Life changed, and I was mentally broken, not knowing how to pick up the pieces. <clears throat> After my mental breakdown, I started seeing the therapist. A few weeks of therapy helped to stabilize my mental health. I went through testing and was diagnosed with ADHD, which stands for Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. It is a mental health condition that can cause issues with focus, attention, hyperactivity, and impulsive behaviors. A single mental health diagnosis should have been enough to get back on track and to move on with my life. The problem was that therapy made me question and reflect upon my life like never before. <clears throat> During therapy, questions came up about my childhood and my life growing up in Hawaii. It was like opening Pandora's box and not being able to close it because as I delved deeper, more and more questions arose. On top of that, on top of, eight, <clears throat> on top of ADHD, I suspected I had autism as well because of my past quirky behaviors and poor social skills. Unfortunately, my therapist was not qualified to do the testing for an adult autism diagnosis I was referred to a few other people who informed me that they could test and diagnose children, but not adults. That made me feel very frustrated and I took a different approach. With no luck finding a way to get tested for autism, I started reading books that described the experiences of people who are autistic. Autistic people often have trouble with social with social conversations, 
interpreting social cues and experience, often experience mental overloads. Those stories built up inside me like static electricity and hit me like a lightning bolt that lit a, lit a light bulb. Then I started to analyze my life growing up in Hawaii and then compared it to autistic traits and stories. It was like looking for IOCs in the security world, which stand for indicators of compromise. These often involve looking at security logs, which is very hard to do. Just, just think of uh, something like along the lines of the matrix, all those random, seemingly random uh, data across the screen. For me, looking through my past history, it was undeniable that I was, that I was and am autistic. For people who are autistic, it is a personal decision for each person whether or not to, to disclose their condition. Autistic people are often perceived to be broken and struggle living a normal life. This leads many autistic people to put on a mask and hide to pretend to be normal in order to fit in. This is called masking. But the problem with masking is that it is very exhausting. I liken it to running a virtualized server with high demands for RAM on an ancient laptop that is underpowered with very little RAM. Eventually, the laptop crashes as do I. I got, up, I got by with masking and I was okay hiding my autism until 2019. <clears throat> in mid-2018, I interviewed for a new job. I met an incredible guy who made the interview experience amazing, and I got the job. That same guy became my boss, and I was on cloud nine. I had, I had a boss who understood me and supported me. I felt happy. I thrived at work. I won tons of awards. And I felt like my life was finally turning around. then I, it really did feel like my life was turning around after the mental breakdown in 2017. Then in early 2019, my boss tragically killed himself. Losing the best boss I ever had was devastating. It felt like climbing to the top of Mount Everest and then falling down after reaching the top. It felt like a mirror was shattered. It felt like another car accident. The suddenness of the tragedy made it feel worse because not just the event, but a few days prior, he had called me and some, something was wrong. And after learning the suicide, I felt incredible guilt as some people often do, just feeling guilty that I could have done something to save his life. As a result, my work suffered. I could not concentrate. I could not sleep. I was constantly having panic attacks and nightmares. I was a mess and I needed help. A few months later, I admitted, I admitted myself into an IOTP, which stands for Intensive Outpatient Therapy Program. And this was to help my address my mental health. 
Months of therapy and antidepressants saved my, saved my life. During therapy, I met many incredible people who also had stories to share. One of them shared her story from the school shooting at Columbine from April 20th, 1999. Those powerful stories also forced me to confront my autism. I also decided in late 2019 to pursue formal testing and diagnosis for autism. Then in 2020, uh, COVID, as everyone knows, uh, COVID-19 hit. In 2020, COVID-19 changed the world. The lockdowns, the mask mandates, the travel restrictions. My life was forced to change, as did so many others. Working from home stabilized my mental health and gave me time to embrace my autism instead of running from it. Fortunately, I lived in Colorado and I found people who could do autism testing and diagnosis for adults. COVID-19 delayed my testing, so I, so I had to wait. In the meantime, I wanted to help neurodivergent people who were just like me. That is why in late 2020, I decided to start a podcast. I was not confident there were already so many podcasts out there done by professionals with fancy graphics and and with my speech issues, failure just seemed certain. What pushed me forward was I realized how important the podcast is as a platform to share stories and raise people's voices, especially during COVID-19 where many people were isolated, alone, and depressed. My first podcast episode was published on November 17, 2020. It was a slow and rough start doing something new. I did not have high expectations, but eventually word spread. From listening to, to the stories from the podcast, many people for the first time understood neurodiversity and what it was. Also for many neurodivergent people all around the world, hearing those stories moved them emotionally and they felt like they were no longer alone. In January 2021, I went through formal testing for autism and ADHD, scoring high for both. With formal diagnosis for the first time, I openly accepted that I was autistic and it was very liberating. It felt like the mask came off and I was free of the mental chains that imprisoned me. I also no longer felt ashamed to be autistic. It has been a long journey to self-acceptance but I feel proud to be actually autistic. I am different and not broken. I am neurodivergent and I work in cybersecurity. I am neurosec. Thank you for listening to, the, to this, the first episode of the new season of the Neurosec Podcast. These episodes are recorded and live streamed on LinkedIn Live and YouTube. Thank you and have a great day.